0: Welcome to Yes You, a podcast for women to imagine, explore and step right on into a new paradigm of life and leadership. I'm Annie Carter, a conscious business owner, yoga practitioner and a big believer that this world needs all women to show up just as we are. This world needs you. Yes, you. Are you in? Let's do this. Hello and welcome. Today I'm coming to you from our new place. We have just moved in the last week or so, so I'm kind of surrounded by boxes, lots of unpacking still to do, but still on Wurundjeri country. And so I want to take a moment to acknowledge the traditional custodians of this land and to pay my deep respect to their elders, past, present and emerging. And I have finished Songlines, the book by Margot Neal and Lynn Kelly that I've been sharing from over the last several episodes and, yeah, would really recommend it. One thing that they talk about throughout this book is the idea that it's our responsibility not only to learn about our First Nations people but also to learn from our First Nations people. There's this 60,000 years plus culture and knowledge and wisdom that is there for us to benefit from. So it's not just kind of like, oh, we should learn about them, that would be the right thing to do, but actually it would be a good thing for all of us to learn from Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. So this book, Songlines, is all about the use of art and expression to tell stories and to reinforce story as part of a relationship to land. And they talk about using these different art expressions from painting to dance uh, to storytelling as mnemonic devices, so as ways of recalling, remembering and sharing story and information. So rather than having things written down in books, all of this knowledge is embedded in these stories which can be shared through remembering uh, and the remembering is supported by these different art expressions. And so I am going to have a go. They encourage us in this book, Margot Neal and Lynn Kelly, encourage readers to use these methods. So where you can really use anything, it might be that you use the a path that you walk along and you assign something to learn to each, let's say, house that you walk past. So if you walk along a street and you walk past all these different houses that you would say, okay, for this first house, I'm going to learn this. Let's say you're going to learn, I don't know, a language. So there's a word perhaps that you'll associate with this particular house. And every time you walk past that house, you remember that word. And then the next house, you assign a new word. But so that it's not just that you actually physically need to walk along your path to see these houses and to remember the words, but that through repetition... You could actually just bring that path to mind, and not only will you remember the houses in their order in more detail, but also with each house that comes to mind, you'll also recall the word that you've assigned to it. So that's really simply how it can work. And they talk about doing it with markings on a stick or doing it with like beads on a string, and each bead has a different meaning. And then there can just be these embedded layers and layers and layers of meaning. So what I described walking along and assigning one word per house is a very, very simple, perhaps surface level way of doing it, but you could assign more and more depth of meaning to yeah, help you to remember this, this information. So I'm going to put it to practice, I'm going to have a go with this and I'll see how I go and I'll let you know over time how it pans out for me. But yeah, the principle I think is really important that we're not just learning about Aboriginal culture, but we're also learning from Aboriginal teachers, Aboriginal leaders, Aboriginal artists, Aboriginal people in general. So as I have many times before, I just really encourage you to make sure that you also are learning about our First Nations people and learning from them too. So today's episode is going to be a bit of a quickie. And really what it is, is me sharing with you what I've been telling myself over the last few days. So as I mentioned before, we've just moved house and I also am training for this 100 kilometre walk. And so did a decent sized walk the other day, 35 kilometres with my walking crew my period came early. And so that ended up being day one. And as you probably know, for me, normally I will really try to rest during my period, but instead I was walking 35 kilometers and then going pretty well straight into moving house. So it hasn't worked out as an optimal menstruation phase program for me, but I've just been noticing, so I've had busy time. Also, our studios have been able to reopen as we've come out of lockdown, but lots going on. And I've been noticing that historically my tendency is is to hit a busy patch and to just push through, to just tell myself, you know what, you can, so just keep going, and to rally and to tell myself, I'll rest at the end, I'll rest later. Actually, I heard that on TV recently, or someone saying, oh, I'll rest when I'm dead, and I'm like, oh, that is the most unhelpful phrase ever. And the reason that I think that it's unhelpful, and the reason that I want to kind of pull myself up when I feel myself going into that kind Of attitude of just, I've just got to grind, just got to keep pushing through and I'll rest later, is because I have done that in the past to really negative effect. I've done it to the point where I've burnt out. And It's interesting to me that you only really hear people talking about burnout who have burnt out. (laughs) Once you've done that to yourself, where you actually just end up completely depleted, exhausted, and where it takes a while to rebuild again, you don't want to do it again. So up until that point, I could just push, 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 and maybe I can continue to push, push, push now, but I know the consequences that may come if I do. And it's just not worth it. That experience of burning out really just was like a a heads up for me. Like, just don't do that to yourself. And so I want to say to you also, don't do that to yourself. But sometimes when life gets really busy and there's no opportunity in the immediate future to really take some good time out for rest because, of course, that is important. We need to make sure that we have time for rest. But when it's all going on right now and you can't get the full rest that you probably need, I just want to encourage you to do something to care for yourself, to take some rest. I remember I used to manage a team and I had this one guy on my staff who was regularly saying he needed to take leave without pay. He wanted to take extra time off more than his usual allocated leave because he was just pushing so hard and he'd kind of burn out and then he'd need to take a big chunk of time off. And then he'd come back, work really hard, be really passionate, go full on in his work and in his life, and then would need to withdraw from it again completely. And while I am definitely a fan of having phases in our life of withdrawal and full rest, it also just became apparent to me that the way that he was living and working was just not sustainable. And so we talked about, well, how can you actually care for yourself more, sustain and support yourself more while your life is busy? Because sometimes we don't get to do the full retreat to really get away. How can we look after ourselves while our life is busy so that we don't get to the point of complete exhaustion and burnout. So here's a few little things that I have been putting into practice and reminding myself of over the last few days as I've been in a little bit of a busy patch. The first thing is to take something off the to-do list. So whether you have a written to-do list or you just have a list of stuff in your head that needs to get done, I pretty much guarantee that there is something on that list that you could just take off the list. So not that you're going to tick it off the list because you've achieved it, but literally just go, you know what? It's not even important right now. Got a lot on my plate. That thing can go. So just cross it off, take it off your list. It's like aim for less in this time because you've got plenty going on. You don't need any extra stuff. So take something off your list. The next thing is to communicate with people, people in your life. It might be that you ask for help and that would definitely be something I'd recommend. If you can just take a few minutes to think, you know, what could someone do to support me here and to ask them for it, that could make a massive difference to you. So take a moment to think, can you ask for help? Who could you ask and to do that? Sometimes when you're super busy, I know for me, I get a bit overwhelmed and even if people are offering to help, it's like, oh, I can't even think what kind of help you could offer and that starts to feel like another task I need to do to tell you what, how to help me. It is worth taking those minutes to do it, though, if you possibly can. But even if not, just to communicate to people that it might matter to, to just say, you know what, I'm just focusing on the fundamentals that I have to get done right now and I can't take on anything else. So, for example, I sent a message to the two managers at EVE a couple of days ago just saying, oh, that's right, because I also lost my wallet in the middle of all of this. Somehow lost, stolen, I don't know, but it's gone. And so I also have been just having to sort out all the things you need to sort out when you lose your wallet. So I sent this message to the two managers and just said, I am moving, I've lost my wallet, I've just got to sort this stuff out. And so I'm around, but just know that kind of that's where my head's at. So was like call me if you need me, but otherwise – I'm pretty well tied up. (laughs) I've got this to focus on right now. And even just doing that means that it's just one less pressure that I feel of like, oh, I'm meant to be available. I'm meant to be doing these other things. It's like, okay, I've explained to people. People know I've got a lot going on right now. And so that might mean that some things need to just go onto the back burner for now. Next thing you can do is to take a nap. If you get a chance to just take 10 minutes to have a nap, to lie down, even if napping is not your thing and you find it hard to get to sleep during the day, do a yoga nidra session. So a session of just deep relaxation. You could look up on YouTube, there are plenty of of yoga nidra sessions recorded out there and you could just take 10 minutes to just deeply relax and then get back into it. If you're busy, that might just seem like a wild idea. How on earth am I going to take 10 minutes for a nap? But honestly, you can find 10 minutes. If you take it out of 10 minutes of scrolling social media or looking on the internet or even just texting, chatting with somebody, find yourself that 10 minutes. It will be 10 minutes well spent. Another thing you can do that might be five to ten minutes also is cry if it comes to you. I have been telling myself that over the last couple of days because it's felt like quite a lot of energy built up. And while I'm releasing blood because I'm bleeding, I also just want to release anything I've been holding, any stress. So sometimes a good cry is just a really – efficient way of doing that apart from anything else. It's efficient and it's effective. And so I've been telling myself, look, if you feel a cry coming on, just go for it. So far, it hasn't happened for me, but I am very, very open. And if you happen to see me driving along in my car, just having a big cry, don't worry about me. I'm all good. It's just a release and I'm going with it. So maybe you can do that too. Next one is just a really simple, but for me, so easily goes out the window when I'm really busy. Just general nourishment stuff like eating food that supports your well-being, food that makes you feel good, sleeping. So just go to bed that little bit earlier or let yourself sleep in just a little bit later and drink water. Like really, really basic stuff of looking after yourself. And it might be that if you feel like you've got heaps on your plate and your to-do list is super long, it can help to even just put right at the top of your to-do list, go to bed early. And that's what I've done on days like this, where I just tell myself, you know what, if I achieve nothing else today, I want to achieve going to bed by 9.30 or whatever the time might be. And that way you not only get the early night and the good amount of sleep, hopefully, but also you get that sense of like, I've achieved something that I set out to achieve. I'm ticking something off my list, if that is important to you. Just drinking water, just drink more water. For most of us, we are usually at least a little bit dehydrated and so water can just make a massive difference. My sister, Louisa, the naturopath, she says that so often the first thing that she says to her clients who come in is just drink more water. It's going to be good for all of us. And then my final tip is just to reduce stimulation. So when you've got a lot going on, it can be overwhelming or you can be on kind of the edge of overwhelm. And so you just don't need extra stuff in that time. Personally, I'm very sensitive to sounds and sights and smells and all of the stuff. And so I can find life Quite overwhelming if I'm already pretty busy and towards a state of of stress. And so I want to just do everything I can to reduce that sort of extra stimulation. So that'd be just less time on my phone, just not scrolling, just not reading emails unless I absolutely need to, and just putting the phone away, turning my phone on silent. It might also be just. Not turning on the TV or when I'm driving in my car, not having the radio on, just finding ways. Of course, you can't completely shut down any sensory input, but just to reduce it where you can, to reduce the load and the potential for overwhelm. One little trick that I can share with you that I have been using is putting earplugs like headphones, earphones into my ears without anything playing just to reduce the sound. So I had to go through a shopping centre the other day and I I don't love the environment of shopping centres. They are hyper-stimulating. And so one thing that I just did was just put my headphones, my earphones into my ears so they just blocked out some of the noise. And I wasn't playing music but it was just kind of reducing the sound and just reducing that stimulation which, when you've got a lot going on, can be a good thing to do. So you might otherwise – put headphones in and just play some sleep music, something just really, really gentle, soft, and that's not going to kind of demand a lot of your attention and it's not going to hype you up. It's not going to stimulate you too much in any way. So those are my little tips from one tired and busy woman this week (laughs) to potentially other tired and busy people out there. Of course, Let's not forget to take decent rest, good chunks of rest, quality rest, and I'm going to be talking about that in an upcoming episode, but sometimes life doesn't just work out exactly the way that we want it in terms of our scheduling and things like that. So if you're busy and tired, please don't just wait to look after yourself. Use some of these tips, maybe think about some of your own and look after yourself every day at least a bit. All right. Lots of love to you. Talk to you soon. Thank you for joining me. Head on over to my website, annicarter.com.au, where you'll find some free resources to support you in your life and leadership. Please make sure that you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And I would really love your help in spreading the word about YesU. So if you have friends who you think would enjoy it, please let them know you could take a minute to write a review saying why you're loving it and you could screenshot this episode and share it on your social media make sure you tag me on instagram at underscore annie carter until next time let me remind you that you yes you are awesome and i'm so glad you're here sending you big love and i'll chat to you soon